Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We had to wait a few days to watch this one. I'm very surprised I didn't see, like, that ending or anything like that. So, we're like, whoa, that guy's the emperor, right? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, mean, finally yeah, 100% now, yeah. Yeah, like, we already, we've already said that, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I figured it out as soon as we found out he existed. Like, we didn't, he didn't even have to tell me anything. It was like, oh, Philip Ritterbane, some guy some old guy who's presumably dead and I'm like yeah that's the emperor and as time went on I was kind of thinking maybe that's not the emperor maybe the emperor's the brother or something but no 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 that's him yeah but he does he does have a brother he like drew I assume his brother's face in his journal that's what Luz picked up and was like who's this yeah so yeah still, it's one of those still things a mystery there it's one of those things that's like kind of really obvious, but it's still like satisfying to find out. Like I'm not mad or anything yeah. about yeah. it. I mean, yeah, the way like... the way they did it was real, like that ending scene was really cool. That was very dis- yeah. disturbing in a good way. I have oh, to yeah. start off by saying like the like loose uh, Lilith dynamic in this episode was like ten out of ten most precious thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it was really good. Losing her cool aunt. I love how she calls her her cool aunt, yeah. which is like embracing Ida as mom. One of my favorite parts was when, like, Lilith was, like, in the beginning, she was, like, doing finger guns and being, like, groovy, and then, like, loose under her breath is like, oh my god, she is my cool aunt. Like, she's. <laughs> I'm just so used to, car- you know, cartoons being yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. so embarrassing. But Luce I know, that just, was so good. That was so good. I, also, I think, like, I don't know that. Ida being mom is the, is the thing like like Luce you know loves her m- mom like back in the human world she wants to get back to her I, I think she would consider Ida and Lilith both to be cool aunts yeah. true oh true <laughs> my thing with this one is that I would have never in a million years expected them to have done time travel and at first mm-hmm. I wasn't sure like no. if this was gonna be good or not but they're doing that sort of thing where it's like Tipsy was saying like the time is consistent so like it's a time loop, yeah, so like, yeah. Yeah, and I would not have I would not have expected that. I don't really think there was anything to insinuate this as like to foreshadow this sort of direction. But um, I don't know, it's it, it surprises me, but it's not necessarily disappointing me. Yeah. So like Lilith was the one who gave the Emperor the scar that he needed to cover up with magic or whatever. Wait, the punch was. Yeah, I, I think, think so because it was it was right across his like nose, which is what. Which is where it is on his face in the in modern oh, times. For some right? reason, I thought it was on his let's eye. Have, let's have a look. Okay, so yeah, we. Well. I mean, it's like bigger. It's a lot bigger and green, but like I think it's 
I think it's implied that that's the same injury. No, no, because the injury that he has is uh, on his fucking Oh, yeah. Thigh. Yeah, it's not, it's not on his nose at all, actually. Oh. He, he does have a crooked nose, though, so she gave him his broken nose. Okay. Well, his injury's on his okay. eye. Uh, Lilith's dad, Emperor, confirmed. Pog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, at the very end, when we actually saw Ida talking to her dad, like... He did have a palisman that looked like a little bird, but it was yellow, but otherwise exactly the same as Hunter's new palisman. That was also the one from the two brothers from the past. I don't know. Could that mean something? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's a good catch. Right. So the Emperor used to use glyphs, right? Just like Luz, which we've suspected for a while. But um, how come he doesn't need to anymore? What has he done to himself? And also, how has he got, like, pointy ears now? Seeing his design again, seeing how that scar is, I still feel like this is... The brother is the emperor. Somehow, or something. Yeah, I yeah, guess, I'm like, you sure know... The emperor. I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll I, find... We don't know, but we'll... I know, guess, we'll like, out. him doing the green energy and being, like, emperor confirmed is, like, a way to make you get thrown off yeah. later. Like, it's possible yeah, they but both like, did that. They, they, they could literally... both just be insane. <laughs> they literally both have a broken nose as well, so, like, I'm pretty sure that is the same guy. And I, I know he has a brother and everything, but I, I now think Hunter is, like, descended from the brother. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense, because he calls him uncle, right? Yeah, he calls him uncle. So Hunter's descended from the brother of the Emperor, so it must mean he's descended from Philip Whittabing. He's probably descended from Philip Whittabing's brother. Um, the, the the man who had the palisman, who we don't see here. Yeah, well, it, like it doesn't exactly exactly line up one to one, but it's yeah, it's interesting. Maybe he's not a clone of Belos; he's a clone of Belos's brother or whatever. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, Lilith well, hang on. Hunter herself. What's Hunter? Does Hunter have like that that hair sticking out too? Looking at this picture of Belos that I put in the chat, like he does have that hair. It's just down on his face now, but it's the same sort of shape as Phillips was. So that's kind of, you know, that's the the anime antenna, like, signifier of, <laughs> like, the character. Did you hear my important what? plot point? What was that? What was the important plot point? Lilith tripped herself on her own She head. did trip that herself. Was, yeah. that, was, yes. that was the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, there were so many good lines in this. This is the uh, oldest set of barnacles I've ever had in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I was really worried when... Luz was like, how's this for a power source? The Titan's blood. Because, like, that's, like, the only thing you have to be able to get home. How are you going to get more of that? What part did she say that to? Like, at the beginning, when Lilith says, oh, yeah, I, I have those tools, but they would need so much power. And then, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, I wanted to talk about the glyphs on Philip Ritterbane's arm. It's pretty clear at this stage that he's already um, being taken by wild magic. Per se. So he's already transforming in the same way that, you know, the Emperor ended up becoming a Lich. Um, and he did it by putting glyphs on himself. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a new that's, that's a new detail. Yeah, and he's also managed to create a very advanced teleportation glyph. Um, that was so cool. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure we'll be figuring out how that works sooner or later as well. But what I want to know is what on earth he was doing to himself, and what on earth, why he would do that to himself. Maybe he put a power spell on himself, and that's 
a side effect. I don't think there were any hints in this episode as to what he, what magic spell did, did he want to like apply to himself badly enough to like carve it into his skin. Someone or else could have done that to him, possibly. Maybe it was his brother. Uh, Maybe, but he said, like he said in this one, that no one else knew about glyphs. Yeah, but so. he also lied every single time. He yeah, spoke. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, something like the one thing that frustrated. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that big, but I was like, oh, that's cool that Lilith. I like that Lilith picked up on on him being a liar, and she's like, I felt this before, this is bad. And Lucy's like, all right, I'm going to go talk to him. And then Lilith's like, I solved the door. I'm like, what the... Lilith, <laughs> we were just talking about being suspicious, and now it was already half solved, and you went and solved it? Are you kidding me? She got carried away, yeah. as always. I mean, honestly, that's in character, so I can't even be mad, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was another thing, uh, I forget exactly, she said it, she said it felt like you know, disturbingly familiar, which I feel like is another hint towards, you know, that, like, Philip is the Emperor, because Lilith used to work with him. And I guess, I guess we didn't get to spend much time with the Emperor to see how he acts, but, like, yeah, I could believe him acting that way, telling yeah. you what you want to hear so you do what he says. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's, like, his whole shtick. It's just, like, very... It could do like a super, super big brain thing and go, no, 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 he's not actually the Emperor, but I think... I think he's probably the emperor. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, because they didn't directly say it in this episode, everything that we think is clues to him being the emperor could be a mislead to something a little different. But yeah, yeah but like, like at the sure same the time, emperor. at the same time, it's like if they're like, "Oh, he's the emperor." If if like Lou said that at the end of the episode, then you'd go, "Yeah, he's definitely not the emperor." So mm, that's you know. True. I don't know. Also, also, they like directly told us that Hunter's a clone. Like, literally shoved it in our <laughs> yeah. face. So, yeah. I, I don't, I don't expect like super deep, multiple layers of um, shenanigans going on in this show. Not yet. It's maybe. Funny. It's funny. People are like, I mean, I, I understand. People are like mad about that. Like, this is too. Like, you gave this away. That's so dumb. And I'm like, yeah, that's dumb. And then, like, myself who watched that episode completely missed that book. So I wouldn't have seen it if <laughs> yeah, I was, exactly. like, not on the that's, internet. Well, that's the thing that's kind of frustrating about it is that it's such a weird detail. It's so easy to miss. So, you know, a lot of people probably don't know it, don't know it at all. But the people who do, if you do notice it, it's like, oh, well, this is just the answer. There's no, nothing to speculate about it. Well, yeah, it's, it's right like here. the worst possible way to show it. Yeah, like that's that's what my concern with that hunter reveal thing is that if they just stayed silent about that, that could have been a really great sudden twist for everybody. But instead, they're like, "Here's a hint," but by but the hint is actually the answer. So we don't Imagine, even know, we don't even know if they're even going to cover that in the show. Like they might that might just not become a plot will. point. Imagine if we watched this episode without knowing that. What would our theories on Hunter be? Imagine all of the theories we'd be making about Hunter right now if we didn't already know that he's a clone of somebody, of either Belos or Belos's brother. By the way, since I was wrong about the, like, about Lilith having given him that scar that he has, I'm going back to my old theory uh, that he has the scar because he, like, grafted someone else's face onto his face so he would have ears that aren't suspicious. No, I think he has it because it's wild magic, Tulip. It's like the plot of Elden Ring right there. That's really topical. Look at him. He's he's a tree man. He's a tree man. That's why he has a scar. There's no other reason. Maybe he just, like, took a nail file to his ears. 
Ugh, sorry. That's awful. What the hell? Fucking Chan. I mean, it's like a land of magic. You probably could go to like a barber shop and be like, and I'll take the elf ears, and then they just give you elf ears. I don't know. Well, Hunter has the same ear piece missing too. I just noticed that. Anyway, like a true British man, Philip with the Bane is an evil prick. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I did like him as a character, though. Like, I'm glad he was a jerk. Like, yeah. It was just, like, interesting. It was Yeah, it's a lot more interesting. It was cool to see how, me. like... It was cool to see how expendable, like, everybody was to him. Like, he just got through, like, murdering those other guys' friend, Bluetooth or Blue Fang or whatever. <laughs> I love that. They have, like, a Red Fang or Green Fang. They're like, let's name his friend Blue Fang so they know <laughs> that that's his... Yeah, but... Just, like, right away, like, he just got beat up by another gang, and he's like, oh, look, more people, come here. I'm gonna go and uh, betray you and kill you, like, immediately. It's like, mm -hmm. nice. And now we finally have our, like, what does the Emperor want to do? Because we have this collector round boy, and we don't know, like, what that is at all. And that that's finally our, like, okay... There's more to this than just him trying to go home. Oh, yeah. He, he, he says that's for something else. So what is that yeah. for? We got, we got no clue. I didn't even pick up on that because in my brain when he said it's for something else, I was like, he's lying. But wait, no, you're right. That He literally isn't just trying to get home or doesn't even care. I don't know. But he's doing something bigger. Also, that thing that... That thing has, like, the coolest, like, graphic design ever. <laughs> like, that was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, okay, so ideas on that? Do you think it's related at all to the very tall cloaked person from Ida's Dream? That's what I was going to say. I what are, we, what are we talking about? In Ida's Dream, she was, like, running away from this big cloaked guy who had a half moon as a face. Oh, it um, has to be. The, yeah. yeah. So, well, but did, in that episode, did Ida recognize that person or not? i can't remember since it, since they were in her dream you would think oh this person has something to do with ida's life but no uh, it was it was the it was the, the owls it was the owl side of the dream remember yeah oh yeah you're right hmm the owl was dreaming what about it so it must be the collector um if the collector looks like a half moon and the guy the in the dream was does, a half moon it must be linked does he collect curses yeah i mean i mean that's how that's what he had so maybe yeah, and maybe. He oh, and maybe it. maybe that's what the maybe that's what Philip wanted it for. Uh, like he said, round boy. So I think 
we can call the collector him. That's what the, that's now. what the fandom. Yeah, that's what they want <laughs> um, the fandom to call it. That's that's what the collector is. That's what the collector is called now. A round boy. That's his name. Maybe Philip has like a curse that he doesn't want anymore, and so he's hoping the collector will be able to take it from him. That's not that's not too bad actually. Yeah. I like the idea of a curse collector. What I'm curious about is the fact that they were kind of discussing the collector as if it was a person, but then he gets that plate that's hidden in the skull, and then the plate makes like a like a projection of something. We also see like a physical collector person chasing the Albies before, so it's like uh, I don't know my signal. My thought right now is like, is the collector like a Prismo type of thing? Like he's in some other, he's in like his own dimension or something. And that glass connects to that that dimension or so, something like that. I feel like he's not just somebody who's on the boiling aisles, because I mean, he might not even be somebody really. Because all we see is this glass thing make a projection that is ominous and spooky, but it's like it's not a person. Probably yeah. I mean, it's probably some sort of freaky cosmic business, which is Pog. I know, I'm, I'm hyped for that <laughs> that uh, plot point. It's awesome. How about the B plot this episode, what do you think? Ida and her dad, that was like yeah. kind of touching. Yeah. It was a bit disconnected in terms of how it was portrayed, but... Yeah. They just had like just a few like very short scenes of, of Ida like mixed into this episode, and I think I appreciate it for that. It Like it did not do anything more than it really needed to. Yeah. Yeah, the whole episode wasn't, like, a different costume. I'm trying to sneak past my dad, but I tripped on Hootie. Like, stuff like that. Like, just... you know, like, Ida dressing up as Lilith was funny, and then, like, and then the joke only lasted a second, and then it was I know, over. I like, liked that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this really gonna work? And it just didn't. It was just a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe it was the emotional music they put behind it, but no, I mean, that scene made me... Uh, I felt my insides welling up. I was like, just like yeah. the, the dad. The dad's voice acting was really good too. He had a great yeah, voice. it was. I just like I don't know it, the the idea that Lilith's like you know she can't forgive herself, so she doesn't let him forgive her, like sort of thing. It's just a very uh, touching subject, I suppose, if that's the right word. But okay, question: uh, Am I forgetting something obvious, or like, what did Edith's dad mean when he said like? And then I heard about the petrification. That's the finale. Oh. The yeah, she sees him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't remember what that was either, yeah. Yeah, she almost got turned to stone by the emperor or whatever, remember? In season uh, one. Okay, I and don't then remember he, And then that. he... Wow. When she, <laughs> well, was, when, she, when she got captured in the season finale, he was going to turn her to stone. Remember when she became a I, giant I owl? You. Do you remember? <laughs> I remember that part. Yes, not like okay, yeah. Yeah, but but then yeah, he probably heard about that on the wizard or the witch news or whatever, <laughs> and and then he's like, "Dang, my daughter's gonna die." <laughs> I don't know. I was I was surprised by that too. That's I mean that's something I sort of that's a plot point I forgot about. It was kind of thing like, you know, I didn't even think we'd really see her dad ever or anything like that like i think i had this weird assumption that he like left or something like you left yeah. their mom because of that stuff for some reason or something stupid like adventure that. time putting thoughts in our head <laughs> <laughs> yeah good now we just wait till we meet king's dad he's a freaking asshole like everybody else yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot I said at the beginning of the episode, I was like, King's dad is the collector. I don't think that oh anymore. Oh, my God. In case you were wondering. <laughs> Wait. Remember, no. remember when, you know, King's dad showed up for a second and he left a letter and Hootie swallowed it accidentally? Yeah. 
Oh my god, and what a photo Remember in this episode when he was like, hold on, hold on, I've got another thing, let me cough it up. Oh my and then, god. like, what if it was gonna be the letter? Oh my god. I, I, if I had remembered that, I would have totally been like, it's gotta be the letter, and I would have been disappointed. Uh, he's so funny. Every hoodie yeah. line is so good. Yes. I love how, like, you know, it, it's like a funny voice, you know, but I'm, like, so used to it now. Like, everything Hootie said just sounded so, like, natural and casual. Yeah. I mean, def- about- definitely that that was a joke they went for here because he because he was like yeah. talking to us like oh do you want one? Uh, uh, oh wait I got another one like they did yeah. definitely like write that in like an improv sounding sort of way. The thing about Hootie is like I feel like I should like I shouldn't like him, but they write him just so well that he's so funny. Like there's so many shows that would have made him annoying, but they just like nailed it where he's just like so funny. Another interesting thing that Ida's dad said was that you moved into my old tower. So the tower... Does that mean that the tower was there before Hootie was the house demon? Or maybe does, like... No, because Hootie had never met him before, so it wasn't a sort of thing where, like, it was the owl house forever. Oh, yeah, I, I, I remember... He said moved in for some reason. My brain heard that as fixed my old tower or something. Did he say moved in? He said he said fixed up my old tower. I think. Oh, I mean, okay, that implies moved in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say about the secrets of Hootie, Nick? Uh, the thing with Hootie that makes him so funny is they're they're doing that thing where like everybody in universe thinks he's annoying too. Instead of having him be the like the running joke of like he's annoying, the joke's that he's annoying and he's terrifying. It's not just he's annoying. It's, yeah, I love him. There's one aspect of this episode we haven't even mentioned yet. <gasps> what is Flora Desplora. Oh, yeah, I was gonna... Oh, my God. She's so intense when she whipped no. that thing out of the sky. It's like, oh, my but, God. But, like, do you not get the joke? No, I do. <laughs> Flora yeah. Desplora, Dora the Explorer. Why? Oh, I didn't get the joke. Yeah, she's like a history teacher or something. Who says, I have questions about that name. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. How did I miss that? Oh, my God. That's funny. I th- for some reason in my brain, I thought she was like, why does it rhyme with Flora? Like, I thought that's what she was going to ask about, but that's hilarious. Also, God, I'm just, like, me- remembering jokes I like, but Ida was just like, possums. And Luz was like, those are yeah. real. <laughs> so many, there's so many good, like, little... Luz has so many good, like, under-her-breath, like, one-liners. The, the, book, the book that Ida was reading with those cryptids in it, it was, like, top, top ten, ten history plot holes. Plot holes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Also, the, the, the things that were in it, like, I remember, like, Lenderman. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 it, and it said, like, you know, like, he works at a bank or whatever. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Any other final... I really uh, love that Lilith was so interested in, I forget what they're called, you know, old staircase yeah, some handles are, I don't know what they're or whatever. Either, but. Yeah. And, like, and then at the end of the episode, they actually did, you know, Luce was like, let's do the thing that you want to do before we go home. That was really nice. I mean, they just did such a great job of making Lilith lovable here. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 in my cynical view, it's like, they're definitely making her like we have to make her really cute and stuff so like the fandom can really like her they could do the fan art and stuff but like they do they make her cute they don't just do like it's not like in your face like we want you to like her now we want you to like her now like they do just write her good of course she's always been likable shut the fuck up 
I've always loved she's been, a, she's been like a villain before. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, her, oh, her I, new, I forgot. I forgot that she. I forgot that she is the stupidest character in the show, bar none. But, um, <laughs> but um, well, yeah, that twist. I'm still like a little bit bitter about that twist, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Lilith is fine, <laughs> and, and I don't know what you're talking about because, of course, she's going to be likable. But, but I do get what you mean. No, I totally of, get what he means. I guess this is my. The, I don't. We might get murdered for this. I may not be able to include this in the video, but like Peridot in Steven Universe, she reads to me like they tried so hard to be like she, we have to make her memes. Like they have Peridot has to meme. Like they have we have to to my to Dude. me. I, I feel like they wrote her like that, and it really bothered me. <laughs> that arc is the best part of Steven Universe. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's, the thing is, though, the thing is, though, like, after, like, I, I see what you mean, because after that arc, Peridot is just, like, a nothing character. Yeah, whenever I watch other shows with quirky characters, I'm like, yeah, like, when I was watching she I had a long list of characters I thought was going to get Peridotted, and now, <laughs> when I'm watching Our House, it's possible Lilith might go through the same thing. Um, so I kind of get what you mean on that point. I mean, I say that. But like I still, I still do love Peridot. I just mean like, it's so clear to me that they like they wanted her to be the meme character. They wanted her to yeah, be on the like, t-shirts and stuff like that. It's it's not just that they removed like if she was still a character in general, that would be fun. You know, I think the problem is that she just didn't get a lot to do. So all her appearances after that one arc was like just for jokes, I guess. Just yeah. jokes, literally just jokes. If she was also a good character, then she could be like the best character in the show. But it was just jokes, I think and that's it. She she was she was my favorite character from Steven Universe. I think they they executed her arc perfectly. And then, yeah, and then she just didn't get anything else to do. So, uh, yeah, I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Nick, what have you done? What? You've what turned this Universe? into a Steven Universe podcast. Do you know how many, like, you know, Steven Universe podcasts would get, like, a billion more views than this one? I was like... <laughs> we, we, we gotta write down now that it's a Steven, it's actually a Steven <laughs> Universe podcast. I was gonna... Get, uh, Nick, uh, Nick, Nick, what was this episode called? Uh... uh Game I Harvest. can't remember. I can't remember. I should remember, because I kept seeing it. It was elsewhere, like... Elsewhere yeah. and elsewhere. Okay, elsewhere and elsewhere, I am giving it a 9 out of 10. I'm also oh. giving it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Hmm. 8.5, good, but it didn't, like, blow my socks off or anything. My socks are still um, on, yeah. My socks are still on, so I, I, I rate it 8.5, which I think is better than last week, but not, like, um, it is really a really good score, but it's not, like, um... Your socks are still on, yeah. Socks yeah, are yeah still my socks on. are still on. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not it's not like the mountain episode levels of good. I, I mean I mean Amity's siblings weren't even in it, so it was actually really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it cannot get higher than eight point five. No hunter no Amity siblings, bad episode. <laughs> I don't like Hunter. No yes. library is Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't have enough drama in this episode. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Save it for next time. <laughs> Maybe. I'll save it for next time. Save it for Hunter. next Hunter episode and see if Maybe I'll him. like him after the next time we see him. Maybe I'll like him then. I, I mean we're so. due we're due for a really bad filler episode. I'll, I'll just say that. <laughs> Oh my god. But but there's no time. There's no time. Wait, no. Nick. For the episode. What's your rating? My rating? Um I don't know. I'm very close to tipsy. <laughs> 
I think I want to say just an eight, though. Say eight really... point three, coward. No, that messes three. with our that messes oh. with all our, our history. <laughs> that, messes, all right. that destroys the 8. entire scoreboard. Two five repeating. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's fair. I think definitely the twist of Philip being like a jerk wad and that little ending credit scene, like that stuff heightened it all a lot for me. The rest of it is absolutely thoroughly entertaining, but it wasn't it mind explosion really to me. It wasn't too. It, it didn't grip me emotionally and stuff the way other episodes had. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. I think like. That was the reason I don't like I don't go full ten because I have like nothing really negative to say about this episode, but I feel like the exactly. ones that I've rated tens were like very I was really emotionally invested in. Whereas this I just feel like is a extremely well executed like plot episode and I'm very yeah. happy with it. Yeah, I'm still holding on my ten, I think. I don't think I've given a ten. I'm trying not to be so stingy with my rate. Like, at this moment, in in my, like, I'm just trying to rate for how much I enjoyed it on this day. And I'm like, that was a 9 out of 10. I'm not trying to compare it to old 9s or anything. We all gave a 10 to episode 6 of this season. Which one was that? I don't remember. Was really? that the one with, the, with Amity versus Hunter? Because that was cool. I mean, that was the, my favorite episode of this season, I think. The one I watched in fragments on YouTube. Episode episode six is the one where Hunter gets his palisman. Ah, oh, yes, okay. release okay. that one. I gave it a that ten. Yeah, you gave it ten. This is the one Hunter versus Amity, I think. Or is no, it not? it's not. Uh, Chan wasn't with us okay. for Hunter versus Amity. Yeah, oh. that was my favorite of the you, season. That's the one he watched in parts okay. on YouTube and in, in a, in a, on a small screen. Okay, I think I think we're wrapping up. Um, yeah, Chan, give us a haiku. Oh man, I knew this would become a thing, <laughs> and I'm so unpredictable that I'm not gonna end the last line with something totally unrelated. But I gotta try really hard for that. Uh, that was a cool ep. Lilith really likes those stairs. Good luck with your job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did it. Good job. Good They're job. getting better every time. Okay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.